Member Maker is brought to you by MemberSpace. MemberSpace makes it easy to run a membership business by plugging into your existing website so you can protect any page content you choose. Your members can also sign up and manage their account without ever leaving your site. Learn more and start a free trial at memberspace.com. Welcome to Member Maker, a podcast about how to build a sustainable membership business. I'm your host, Ward Sandler, the co-founder of MemberSpace. Today, I'll be chatting with Jennifer McGurk, founder of Pursuing Private Practice, about how she went from doing client work to running a membership site, how she uses Facebook groups to interact with her members, and the importance of having a genuine interest in helping your members. Hey there, Jennifer. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited about our conversation today. Cool. So why don't you let everybody know what is your business and who are you actually helping with this business? Yeah. So I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist. I'm also a certified eating disorders, registered dietitian and clinical supervisor. And my business online grew from helping clients feel fabulous about food and having a private practice to helping healthcare professionals build an intuitive eating online space and intuitive eating business, which I really love. So I have grown from being the person that helps clients to the person that now helps professionals. And I'm just so excited about that direction in my career because it's just so needed in my field. Gotcha. And so what exactly are are you selling and what does it cost? Yes. So I sell a program called Pursuing Private Practice for Intuitive Eating. It is a great online program that incorporates three different main areas that I feel like healthcare professionals need. So the first area is business fundamentals, which is all about growing a business. The second part are nutrition counseling skills that we need in order to help keep our clients coming back and how we can be the most effective counselor that we can be. And the third part is accountability and support. So I have a Facebook group and run monthly group calls, and it really is just a way for us to connect and get that group support from one another. And the investment is $9.97, or you can break it up into six payments of $1.97. So $9.97 is $997, right? Yes. Yes, 997. Right. And it's a one time charge. Yes, a one time charge. Or, and I did the payment plan because I just feel like some people need that and it's a better financial plan for them. So the payment plan is 197 for six months. So it's a little bit more of a deal if you buy the thing in full, but you can split it up into a payment plan. And people have appreciated that because I tried to make sure, like, this course will help people make money in their business. But if you don't have that big of an investment at the beginning, you can have a payment plan. And it's just something that I do offer people. Yeah, that makes sense. And when you first launched this, what was the price nine ninety seven, or has it evolved over time? No, it has evolved over time. So I like to think that it's gotten more. It's kind of like a monster in and of itself. Like it's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And part of me really loves it, and the other part has to think about that in terms of my business plan. But when I first started, it was just a really simple course on starting and growing a business, and it was one ninety seven. That was its sale price for pre sale before anybody else got it in terms of like anyone on my email list got it for that price, which was really great. But since it's evolved so much, like it's included more content and I added the nutrition counseling skills and I added the group support and accountability, you know, as it's grown, the price has gone up because the value has been much better. Yeah, it's a common theme we've heard. And that makes a lot of sense. So for the Facebook group and the call, the group calls, that's pretty self-explanatory. For the business fundamentals part and the nutrition counseling skills, how exactly is that given to people? Is that like PDFs, videos, audio, some combination of that? 
Yes. So I host everything through Teachable and I really do like Teachable a lot. So you log into Teachable and it's PowerPoint presentation. So shows what I try to do is I try to figure out how everyone learns. And I figured out there's no right way (laughs) to actually provide content to people. Some people like audio, some people like visual, some people like reading. So it really just depends on your person. So you log into Teachable and I have PowerPoint presentations available for anyone that really likes to sit down and visually learn and hear my voice. You can also do it on the go as an audio. And then I have handouts provided that give you more information to read and learn. So there's lots of different components into how people learn in my course that I just tried to hit lots of different things. Yeah, I think that's that's very smart and very, very true. So what have you done so far to sort of build up this audience, especially initially? What was kind of the first thing you did? Yeah. So I have a really great community of people just around me that do similar things to me in terms of the dietetics world. And I've been so lucky to be able to network with them and connect with them and really just form authentic relationships with people that are doing similar things in my community because we are serving a lot of the same registered dietitians. So it's been so great to build those relationships because we've helped cross promote each other's courses and programs programs. And I've referred so many people that come to me, maybe needing something similar to what I offer, but I'm not the exact right match to them. Like I've referred them on to another colleague and I'm so lucky that other colleagues do the same for me and refer their potential clients if it's not the right match to me. So in addition to like the referral marketing and the networking that I've done to build my course, I'm also on social media. I have a really great email marketing system. So I've done a webinar and I'll be doing another one actually in September. So I have emails that go along with my training and it's just been really great to watch that part of my business build. And I'm so appreciative of all the help and support that I've gotten to build that business up. And, you know, I couldn't have done it without resources like this, like hearing other people's stories and figuring out how to do email marketing and all the behind the scenes action. And I've just been really thankful to get all that knowledge for my business. And I want to give back and help other people do the same. Yeah. I think that's an interesting point about how some people might, might call other people that do similar things, competitors. And in your case, you're calling them colleagues. And, you know, even if you're not, you know, in more of a medical oriented field like that, it's still something I think most businesses could look at differently is, is everybody a competitor or could they potentially be someone you could collaborate with where they're a good fit in certain situations and your product or service is a good fit in certain situations. I think that's a, a good way to look at it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, so maybe I have a little bit of a, um, some people might say like a soft attitude around it, but I just think I'm very compassionate in the sense that if someone is coming to me, I want them to get the help. You know, if they're coming to me wanting to build a business and I don't have something that is exactly a right fit for them, like I'm happy to let them know of a resource that might be a better fit. And I'm not even talking about affiliate marketing. I'm just talking about a referral because I really do feel like at least in my profession, If you're asking for help and you need a resource, like I need to be able to provide something to you, even if it's not exactly what I provide. And competition, I mean, to me, it's almost like the more of us that offer these online courses and programs and also to specific membership sites, like the more people that offer it, the more popular it gets. So I'm not saying that we all need to be marketing to every single same exact person. But if the more we build up these things and help each other out, the more popularity online courses and memberships grow within my profession. And that's something that I've seen really skyrocket over the past year or two. So I'm happy to contribute to that. 
Right. The old, uh, the rising tide lifts all boats kind of thinking. Mm-hmm. So to dive back into what you had said also about building authentic relationships with people. So, you know, I have a lot of people have kind of heard that before or have said that. I'm curious though, what specifically does that mean? Did, did you do like cold email specific people? Did you try to go out of your way to talk to certain people at conferences? Like what did you actually do to, to start building those relationships? Yes, that's a great question. So in my space, we do a lot of peer supervision, which just really means we get together and talk about client cases. And I actually reached out to a couple of colleagues of mine that run courses and really wanted to get like a group together about courses and talking about courses and marketing and things like that and give everyone a place to really share what's working and what's not working. So I'm currently part of two groups, like uh, not even called peer supervision, because it's not talking about supervision, but just talking about courses. And that's been really awesome. Um, I've also built a lot of relationships just going to conferences. So specifically in my field, Fancy is a big conference for dietitians and the eating disorder conferences that are out there. You know, I try to go to at least one or two a year to get that in-person connection with people that I want to meet. And I'm also, I'm just not scared to go up to someone and say hi, whether or not it's an email or on social media and get to know other people. And I just feel like putting yourself out there, yes, it's a scary thing and it can feel really, really vulnerable. But if you want to meet someone out there, that's a mentor like figure to you, why not just introduce yourself and say hi? Cause you never know what's going to come from it. And I've been really lucky that I've had a lot of really great friendships come from me reaching out just to say hi. Yeah, I think it makes that makes a lot of sense to me. One last question on your pricing. So, nine ninety seven one time is what you're charging now, and then there's also the one ninety seven for six payments. You started much lower, and then you increase it over time as you provide more value, which makes sense. But for the price you're at right now, do you plan to also increase that? Like, what's your strategy around that? Is it is it something you review periodically? Yes. So I think about pricing. I mean, I actually think about pricing all the time because I I don't know exactly if I have that answer yet, but I try to think in terms of how much is it going to cost me in terms of my time with a potential person that comes in? What's the value? You know, you don't want to make it too low, but you don't want to make it too high. You know, you want to price yourself accordingly. It really is all about, to me, figuring out what's the happy balance between you making an income and then being able to provide the information and the content to people that really need it. So what are they willing to pay? Someone told me the best line once, one of my supervisors, Jessica Satnick, she's like, don't value your course as to what you would pay for it. Like you're the one that created it, value it at what other people will pay for it. And I think that that's a really smart way to look at it. Yeah. And and also it sounds like you're not necessarily trying to squeeze every possible dollar out of your customers, right? Leaving some on the table can also build some goodwill, it sounds like. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so so some people have actually said that my course should be an actual membership. But with the statistics out there with memberships and just what I offer, like I'm more of a start to finish type of course. And it might take someone two months to do that. It might take someone two years, maybe even more. So I don't, I never wanted to turn it into a membership. I just wanted to keep it a course. But every single month people have access to jump on the call with me and to use the Facebook group for support. And that doesn't go away after a certain amount of time. Yeah. So let's dive into another question here. This is kind of like the bigger question. So what's like the number one most effective strategy or concept that listeners can learn from you? Okay. I thought about this a lot in prepping for the interview. And I think you have to keep nurturing 
the customer. So I feel like in this space, sometimes people just want to get the sale and move on to the next sale. And I think that that is something that I really want to stand for, that it's just not the right way to do business just in general. And I feel like by nurturing my people that have bought my program and really also developing relationships with them and genuinely caring about their success, I feel like that has come back to me 10 times, like tenfold, because not only will those people in my program, like that now really have seen the value that I've given them and the value that I provide, you know, they're the ones that stick up for me in Facebook groups and recommend my programs and give me testimonials. And I really have seen such a difference in their businesses. Like I've helped them build something that is so meaningful in this world. So I think that nurturing your customers and it doesn't even have to be big things. It can be little things like checking in on someone with an email or, you know, just getting on a 15 minute call and answering a question like in person, those types of things I think are so important in the online world because We just don't want to forget about the people that have bought from us. We want to really treat them as great customers and give them so much value for purchasing our programs. Like one person actually just told me, she's like, I can't believe that your program includes all of this. And whenever anyone says that to me, I just feel so happy because I've really given them like so much for their money and it's worth the investment for them. Yeah. I've read an article recently that was kind of talking about the difference between the value that someone was expecting to get out of whatever they bought and the value that they actually got after they purchased it or went through the, through like a course in your case. And the bigger that differential, so in your case, for some customers, it sounds like there's a big gap, right? They were expecting a certain amount, but what they got was way more. And that, that difference leads to them, it's, it's basically goodwill. But what that turns into, it sounds like, are, are kind of like evangelical customers, people that will go out of their way to talk you up, to bring you up, to tell their friends to buy your stuff. And if you can get one person who can get you 10 other sales because they just naturally brought you up in a conversation or on Facebook, that's worth more than selling that one person maybe a higher tier plan. And so I think that's that's really, really interesting advice you're bringing up. And I'm curious also, do you, besides your course, is there any other thing you sell on your site or is that kind of it? So it's interesting that you bring that up. So yes, I do have my big program and that really is what I focus on. Like that is the mission behind my company pursuing private practice. And that core program is really the thing. But if that program is not right for someone, I do have some other offerings and I don't really focus so much on the marketing piece of it. But if someone is interested, they can absolutely purchase like one part of that program from me and Basically, it's called Four Professionals Help Your Clients Feel Fabulous About Food. It's my nutrition counseling skills course. So if someone already has a business or maybe is working for another business and is not interested in the building your business fundamental program that my program stands for, they can still get my nutrition counseling skills course as a standalone. And then I also do clinical supervision sessions, like the one-on-one with people still. So if they don't need all the different parts of pursuing private practice and they just need individual attention or just want to work out one issue or something along those lines, I offer the individual clinical supervision. So there are different parts of that program, but it's not necessarily the thing that my company stands for, if that makes sense. Right. And I, what I was trying to get at is that you don't really have an upsell. You have your course or those those other products you mentioned that are for specific situations, but it's not like someone buys the course and then the next step in your sales funnel is to get them to buy the course version too or a premium upsell. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. No. So, so I'm not that complicated yet, or maybe ever <laughs> not a hundred percent sure if I'll ever get there, but for right now it's working out pretty good. But you know, I have heard of the other people doing that too. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing, but I think it, it can be beneficial in your case because it, it becomes more authentic. It's like, listen, I, you bought the course. Hopefully you got a lot of value out of it and you are personally going above and beyond to help them continue to get value out of it. So from your customer's perspective, they don't feel like this is kind of like a, a long game to getting them to buy something else from you. It's just like, wow, this person, this person genuinely cares about me and genuinely wants me to succeed. That's amazing. And you can't really quantify that in terms of sales or marketing, but that's obviously something that's going to help you in sales and marketing. Yes. No, for sure. Yeah, that's great. Okay. So kind of in closing here, are there any uh, resources like books or podcasts or other courses besides yours that you'd recommend to listeners? Yeah. So I have one shameless plug and I'm not an affiliate or anything like that, but my mentor, Dana Malstaff has helped me so much with building my online business. She's really been such a great influence in decision-making with me and she's helped me so much. I've been part of her mastermind group for a while now and she's the founder of Boss Mom. So Dana has been great and I couldn't recommend her stuff enough because I feel like her stuff has helped me figure out what my business stands for and what my business means. And it's just been really authentic in figuring out, you know, what, what I want to do. That's great. Yeah. We'll link to that in the show notes and how can people learn more about you and your business, Jennifer? Yes. So I'm at pursuingprivatepractice.com and my website there will take you to everything that I offer. If you're interested in a podcast, I'm coming out with a podcast. I'm not sure when this episode will be airing, but I'm coming out with a podcast, hopefully by the end of August, and it will be called Pursuing Private Practice. So that will feature stories of other dietitians that have built a business. And I'm just so excited to get that project going. It's almost ready for a release, which is so great. And that podcast is a dream come true for me. So I'm thrilled about it. Awesome. Well, thanks again for spending some time with us. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. There's a direct link in the show notes. We really appreciate it. Member Maker is brought to you by MemberSpace. MemberSpace makes it easy to run a membership business by plugging into your existing website so you can protect any page content you choose. Your members can also sign up and manage their account without ever leaving your site. Learn more and start a free trial at memberspace.com.